Welcome, everybody. We're back here with another episode of the Max Rounds 30 podcast, where there is no overtime. Uh, I'm joined, as usual, by Koi from MTU Esports, M&M's, otherwise known as Jeff from Dust2, and I'm Jacob from UWW Esports. In 30 minutes, we'll be covering all of this week's North American CSGO content. So we'll be opening off this week with some pleasant discussions as we have premier playoffs starting today as the time of recording. Hopefully we'll be getting this episode out really quickly. But um, there have been some changes uh, to the bracket since we last talked about it last week. Um, we had kind of touched on the idea of some things. Also, let me start the timer because my brain is inverted. But um, there have been a few changes regarding uh the playoff fragments as we last talked about it um notably i think we were discussing about how you know will esea decide to um push in some new teams for you know like uh whether it be oceanus or choco check but what ended up happening is we did get a confirmation that both extra salt would not be in premier playoffs and ocg would also not be in premier playoffs so they have been replaced by ggpr and recon 5 so this was also a little bit of a talking point too. So Jeff, I'll pass it to you because there's been a little bit of discussion on like, you know, was it like a map differential thing or whatever, but. Well, what they sort of just did was they just took the top team from group A and group B and said, you're now in playoffs, which ultimately like some people jawed about it, especially people who were you know affected by it, which I think um, that would have been Fry's who missed out on playoffs as a result of that. But at the same time, you can't really blame ESEA because it's not their fault or their prerogative. You know, it's not, they have no control over the fact that the two teams that pulled out were both in Group A. And honestly, choosing the two best teams from both groups to fill out playoffs is probably results in the best playoff situation. So, I mean, you know, it's like some people were kind of confused. They had to reseed the bracket because they fucked up the bracket, I think, again. But ultimately, everything kind of came together. And I think this is the most reasonable outcome for playoffs, is having GGPR and Recon 5 in playoffs. Yeah. So I guess then the question then there is, do you think that they have a chance? And Koi, I'll let you expand yeah. on that. Yeah, so um, with uh, GGPR and Recon 5 coming in, obviously, losing Extra Salt is a huge... Um, huge blow, I guess, in terms of overall team quality. Like They're obviously just a tier above most of the other teams in playoffs to begin with. Um, but GGPR and Recon 5, Recon 5 in particular, definitely has a chance to pull off some upsets here that I think people are maybe discounting. So, because uh, like just recently, in one of the cash cups, they lost 2-1 to one to Bad News Bears, and one of those maps went to, like, uh, OT or something, and they lost 1917. So there's definitely the ability for an upset, and I I wouldn't say they're like walkover picks or anything by any means. Yeah, I mean they did get smashed in the most recent Cash Cup, but ultimately, I mean it's still a good team with good players. Um, I, I you know I think they will have a pretty fair fair fight against teams like RBG. They'll probably beat Choco Check and maybe GGPR. They're definitely. I definitely see them struggling though against Triumph and Banny's Bears though. Um, one thing I do think I think the two more interesting tale of the two is GGPR because we didn't really get to see a lot of them after they added in Shawniac. So I they could you know they could be the surprise smash hit of playoffs. It's unlikely, but you would just hope that they've been spending this time like 
you know, doing doing reps on the server and trying to integrate and shine it because if they've just been sitting around maybe playing FPL or whatever, like I just hope, you know, I just hope that GDPR and GDPR hasn't really been big chilling because they haven't really we haven't really seen them in any cash cups. So it kinda makes me wonder what like their match fitness is going to be in playoffs. Now they've been called up so suddenly. I don't know. What do you what do you what do we think about GDPR's match fitness? I so, go ahead. Actually, no. you, go ahead, oh, Jacob. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll just bump into each other a little bit that one. I was gonna say I'm a resident in Shawniac stand a little bit just simply because I uh, I casted the last time I think they played, um, or actually I think it was the last time that they played a league match. So it was their last premier match that they played, and they played incredibly well. And they also do have a nice 2-0 uh, registered dub over OCG from I believe that was Spring Cash Cup too. So I, I think GGPR has like that kind of dark horse kind of look because like that change was made right at the end of the season when they didn't really have a chance to really, you know, you, you know, they didn't have a chance yeah. to get into playoffs really. So they, you know, now that they've got this change and it seems to have made a pretty good difference having um, Inshaniac on the AWP. So I, I think it could be like one of those things where Triumph might actually be in a little bit of danger. Uh, I wouldn't push it that far. I mean, I do feel like it's going to be the Cynic show again. We'll probably put on a clinic. But, I mean, they could... They could. I don't think they could take a map, but if they do take a map, I wouldn't be like, whoa, that's outrageous. Like, unbelievable scenes coming out from GGPR. But, I mean, it shouldn't happen, but it could happen, if that makes sense. I, I'm a little bit on the other side of things, so... I definitely think that Triumph is going to be a favorite in most of the maps that they play, just regardless. But the way that GGPR has sort of operated is they've kind of been pretty, you know, stringy in performances. And by adding in Shawniak in, you've just added kind of a honeymoon period that's going to start and kick in right during playoffs, which I think is going to be a huge boon to their success. Um, and... Even if they don't win or anything, I think that overall it's still going to be a very valuable experience, this this playoffs experience for them. And so when next season rolls around or something like that, I think that GG Power will definitely be in like, you know, a top five seeding overall in the league by far. Speaking about some seedings really quick as well, um, since we actually didn't mention it yet, but uh, we'll kind of touch on the bracket a little bit, just kind of go over the matchups that we do have. Um, they are all starting today, I believe, actually. Um, but to open up, we have Bad News Bears versus Recon 5. Um, that one will be on the main ESL channel. Um, we also have, uh, it might be on ESLB, actually, don't quote me on that. But then we also have High Coast versus Mythic as the next one. Um, then we have Chuckocheck versus RBG. Then we've got that Triumph versus GGPR. So now that we've kind of touched on that Triumph versus GGPR match a little bit, let's back it up and let's go talk about that Bad News Bears versus Recon 5 matchup and kind of figure out, you know, do we think that Recon 5, I mean, they pushed them pretty well in a, that was a cash cup, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I, now see, you, you say that, you, you do say that, but then again, on the other on the other, you know, side of the argument, you do have the most recent cash cup where I'm looking it up right now. They got absolutely shit on uh, by pain and triumph where it was like, I think in course of four maps, they won something like 30 rounds or less. So I don't really know. I mean, I, I personally like, I like this squad, but I just don't think they're like in that. I, I think they're like towards the bottom of what we would call like a playoff 
lineup. And I mean, there's a reason they didn't qualify the playoffs. Like, I don't really see it going any way, but Bad News Bears just kick open the door and start blasting. Like, I see it to be a quick, I, I think it'd be a quick 2 out. The only, like, factor for me that could potentially sway it is if we see, like, Cobra and Saturn just, like, blow up. Like, if they have, if they have you know, season best performances, things would get interesting. But even then, I don't know if the team necessarily has, like, the firepower, the leadership, or the really just, like, gumption to take to take it over Bad News Bears. Because Bad News Bears are the best team in playoffs, so I just don't really see it. Yeah, I think that... Again, I, I definitely think still that there is 100% a world in which Recon 5 is both on their A game, and Bad News Bears isn't, like, has been known to have, like, inconsistent times. And it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if, if something's off, uh, on that team today for some reason or something like that, and things go awry. Like, it's definitely possible. I agree that they're the favorites, but I don't think that Recon 5 is going to be a walkover to be honest. Yeah, I could kind of, uh, I, I kind of agree with that because like, I, I think it really just comes down to whether or not Recon 5 decide they want to play today or yeah. if they decide that they don't want to play today. Because, you know, that's the, that's what kills them is that they're massively inconsistent. Um, they've shown highlights throughout the season of being uh, the team that looks like they could be at the top of playoffs and then they've shown lows that look like they could be in relegation. So when it comes to where they'll actually end up in this matchup, you know, you better hope they bring something because they're going to be on the big stage. And yeah, you know, they they is, need to they need to show up, or they're going to just get shit on. Like it's not going to be pretty if they if their players aren't ready to play. If they're not like you know, if they don't come in with a strategy to beat Johnji and yeah, to bully you're gonna him. Have playoffs, you're going to have playoffs, Johnji. Playoffs, yeah, the like, the key. I feel the key to any team beating Banners Bears in playoffs is you have to bully the ever loving hell out of Johnji. And we did, see, you know, we did see that. We have we have started to see that in matches where teams beat Bad News Bears, is there it's it's fine Johnji isolate Johnji and just punish Johnji with utility because if you can neutralize Johnji, that usually leaves the whatever bomb site is defending understaffed and it you know it kind of opens the door for them to like get things rolling because he you know he is far and away like their star he is their star player he's the head of the he's the head of the pyramid at the old Bad News Bears house mm-hmm. so that's the only way I see it like opening up for them. Yeah, that's for sure. So um, if we don't have any more thoughts on that BNB versus Recon 5 matchup, we'll kind of scoot on to the next one. Um, this one, yeah, I don't know. I think we have a very kind of, uh, I, I'd say we have a pretty obvious outcome for as far as how it'll go, but that is the High Coast versus Mythic matchup. Yeah. This one is pretty heavily leaning for High Coast. Mythic has kind of struggled their way into playoffs. I have um, a hot take. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, hot take alert. All right. So here's the thing. All right. So depending on what map, depending on what the map vetoes are, I definitely think that Mythic has a way to make this close. I would still, I don't necessarily think they'll take it. But what Mythic has is they have experience, right? They have the ability to read a team pretty well uh, in the form of Flom, Madren. uh, And I. High Coast is known for being uh, a tactically um, how to, sh- readable team, if that makes <laughs> sense, uh, to, to put it lightly. So, so their tags are think, shit, is what you're saying. Yes. And so okay. if an individual isn't firing on all cylinders, there's definitely a way to exploit High Coast. And uh, if if Mythic brings their A game, if, if uh, JoJo 
you know, pl plugs in his monitor, you know, there's a there's a way. There's a way for Mythic. And it wouldn't surprise okay, it would surprise me if they won. It would. But uh I I I have hopes that that match will actually turn out to be something special. I do. I do have to say like you know, one of I guess you could say the talking points from someone who doesn't really pay attention to Mythic would be like you know, ever since they got rid of Z uh, Daff and they brought this ZNF guy in, like, I don't really know what that'll do to the team chemistry, where I legitimately think ZNF's probably going to be... I, I bet he's going to either top frag for Mythic or be, like, a top player for them. And so that's kind of what I'm excited for, is Mythic is literally looks will look better than they did with Daff because it's ZNF of all fucking people. So, like, that's... I think Z ZNF is going to be the X factor for them because I think he's one of the most capable players on that lineup. Yeah, you have to keep in mind all four of those players besides JoJo have like seasons of experience together too, and they're all seasoned in their own right in with other teams in their past. So like it's basically a team of veterans versus a team that doesn't necessarily have the strongest foundational tactical core. So there's if if people are hitting shots and and the boomers pull through on the aim side of things, I it it, it should be a banger. It's true. It, it could be the banger, biggest banger of the night. You know, I I, I really would like to see Flam just start hitting like some Zaiwu shots or something. Like that'd be kind of dope to kind of see see the old man break his back a few times with some of those flicks, and you know, it, it'd be it'd be entertaining. I'd like to see I'd like to see Mythic do well. Of course, I mean their their whole point is to be entertaining. So like, of course, I'd like to see that. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely like if High Coast plays how they should play, this shouldn't be a problem. If they somehow you know if something just isn't right then things get start to get hairy and i think that that's definitely a fine line that they're going to be running so mm -hmm. well with that we've got our third matchup and this one's going to be probably the most like weird because we have choco check versus rbg so all day every day can i take the floor take, can i sure, all right sure. so know, it's, all right so we have we have two factors of two factors of bullshit coming at you right now Factor number one, the ESIC investigation is not done. We have a leaked recording of some of their old teammates and some of their current teammates in any of the match fixing. I'm not saying anything, but I don't know to what degree the rest of their team is culpable, and I don't know if I'm really comfortable with a team like this being in playoffs until the ESIC investigation is done. Same with OCG. If OCG had ringers, if OCG had ringers on their roster and they weren't idiots, only had five players, and they brought some ringers into playoffs, I would have said, I'm not comfortable with OCG playing. Because Chaco Check is just, like, unfortunately the ultimate farce of a team. They have a, fa they have a fake, you know, they have a fake org. They have fake players. They have players who have never played a match before. You ask Sixie, who's going to play this week? And he says, I don't know. Maybe Tropical. Maybe Phantom. Maybe Shrek, who's literally just a dusted-out-US shit poster. Or maybe fucking Ogre. They're going to bring in a player called Shrek and a player called Ogre and they're sponsored by a fucking chocolate milk brand and they say, yeah, we're a real team. Bullshit. You're not a real team. Like, <laughs> it's... Like, I want... Our, like, I just... Get the fuck out of my league. I love it. This is the joke oh, that I love man. to see. I'm just so... <laughs> I'm just so tired of this team. They've been around for so long. They get to playoffs, they, they do nothing, and now they have banned players on their roster, and they want to believe, yeah, we're, we're trying to make our own brand of chalk and milk. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Thank you. You know, what? you know what? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was great, and I agree with you 100%, because 
why the fuck are they still like uh, yes they have enough players to technically still be in playoffs but i feel like if you just like that's got to be like there's got to be some sort of like clause that's got to be like move forward in either the esic rulebook or in like the ESCA rulebook that's just like you know if you have like a significant chunk of players banned for something that could be a crime that is easy to be you know where it's easy for everybody to be involved in some way then why the fuck is the team still able to be in playoffs and of course that's a slippery slope also I, time, I don't like, think it's a competitive lineup either because they i don't think they know what four players are going to show up tonight and don't tell me a team's going to be competitive when you're sliding in when you choose between four players to fill two slots and you don't know what two players are going to show up for the server, like that team's not going to be competitive. I just, and I just feel like it's a team like that appeals to like morons because the whole, like the whole Chaco check thing is just offensive to me because you ask them like, are you a real organ? Like we think we're a real organ. It's like, yes or fucking no. Like, and it's like, what do you do exactly? It's like, we make chocolate milk. Do they even make chocolate milk? I thought they were just like a TikTok they, with like chocolate milk on it or their something. Their dream is to make fucking chocolate milk, and I just—that's a troll. There's no way. There's like no. It's fucking no. no it, but they don't. But they don't act like it's a troll. Like if they were like, oh, this is a satire account, I'd be like, oh, at least you know your matrix was, but you have some like good banter, like fair fucks. But like they, 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 they tell like the dumbest player is in North America. Like yeah, we're a chocolate milk drinking company, and it's like. I just want RB. I just want Hex to go fucking sicko mode on them tonight. <laughs> does everyone else? Are, does everyone else? I mean, we're pulling for like real talk. I'm, I'm pulling for RBG, right? I'm Wiz's number one fan, so yes, absolutely. Yeah, and they're, yeah, and I RBG. think they're gonna win too. For like, if you just look at the what who is bringing what to the table, I think it's gonna be an RBG. Just, just I mean, unless smash. Shrek or Ogre like absolutely pop the fuck Shrek off and Ogre. I swear to God, if that is what we get in the server, like I, I think we that's don't like. What, check, can we talk about that? What check ESEA. Ogre has never played a match on ESEA. We don't know his name. He has a little O instead of a. He has a little zero instead of an O. Like he also has the Choco Check logo in it. So maybe he's just. He could. I mean, that's what I hate too. Is when you've never heard of these random ringers. Like Eclipse had Woohoo, and it's like, how do I know that this isn't like a banned player? Like I'm, I know ESEA yeah. knows, but how do I know? Like in my heart, that this isn't just Retchy, like on his dad's computer, like. <laughs> <laughs> Homie shows up on his grandfather's PC to play some Counter Strike. Like, no, I'm yeah, not Retchy. I'm Recky. Like, <laughs> oh no, I hate that. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, now that we've covered that, we think that Choco Check is a farce and they should be annihilated from orbit. Um, we'll move on. And do we want to talk about the Triumph versus GDPR matchup anymore? Uh, we did a little bit before. Um, I. I'm worried a little bit for Triumph. I think I know I said basically like if Cynic does Cynic things, they win. But if Cynic doesn't do Cynic things, I'm kind of scared for Triumph. I've been, I've this is gonna be a test. For, like this is gonna be like the litmus test for them to see if they can actually do anything in playoffs. Like if they lose a GDPR and get sent to lower bracket, like I don't really have high hopes for them. I think they need to just like crush GDPR and then crush like crush RBG in their next match or whatever to prove that they're like. That they want to win the division and go to pro league. Yeah, because I'm I mean, glad what, that I brought. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say because like they're they are the um it's between Bad News Bears, High Coast, and Triumph. Really, those are like the three main favorites for that pro league spot. So yeah, yeah. I'm just happy, Jeff, that I have brought you over to the side of skeptics when it comes to that matchup. <laughs> I have sufficiently convinced you that GGPR are not. I just uh, it's like 
it's they have a chance. Spook it's like value. if it's like if you like use your brain, like you see like Cooper, Cynic, Shake Zula, like you see all these players on Triumph, and you're like, well, they obviously beat GGPR. But then it's just like something in like the back of your head is like, are they gonna though? Like, what if they don't? What if they go out in fifth through eighth place? Like, what's going on? Who am I? Like, yeah, is, is Funny Deer Team good anymore? Like. That's yeah. I guess that's like the big, the big. And I want, I want, I, I want. I mean, it's not. I mean, remember the old triumph was like the number two domestic squad in North America. It was them versus chaos, and that that was the only action, the hot action going on in North America. Where now it's, like I said, I think last week, like I'm concerned about them falling out of the conversation in terms of like as a team that like you think could win, you know, be the top team domestically. Yeah, and I definitely think you know probably next season if they do end up deciding to make any player swatch like swaps or anything like because like we've talked about on the show before how we feel like they should they could really use like one extra gun basically in some way some manner that they just need one like one pillar of stability and firepower and if they somehow got like some x-factor player then they would probably be in the conversation for a much they'd be much more guaranteed in that pro league we do know they have we know that do know they finally have money for the first time in their life what if they just like say fuck it and get like floppy and oc or floppy and zeppa sorry well that'd be kind of booling so. that'd be fucking bull give shake zula <laughs> floppy and oc i mean floppy and zeppa and we're fucking cooking yep. with gas then yeah I mean, i'll, I'll buy a couple of jerseys and that Triumph would basically—I mean, that would, no, I mean, that would basically fix everything. Like they wouldn't go to—they wouldn't go to the fucking Valorant. Triumph would get two world-class players. They could. The Cynic would get to play against. We get to play with more, even more experienced pieces. It'd be great. It, right, it, well, it, could, it, it, it could. It could happen. It, it, it could happen. It, it probably won't, but it could happen. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We've got we've got hopes for the Funny Deer team. They are our favorite North American. Uh, domestic squad, I think. You know, besides our lovely bears, we are also bear stands. Are, are you not an extra salter? I. Well, they're not. They're in Europe right now. It's like there are international homies. We we're pushing for them to beat every. They're our last hope for NA in uh, blast right now. So yeah, <laughs> we're kind of you know you there sitting in your liquid jersey. You God know. forbid. God forbid. Evil genius is <laughs> ever like well they're already qualified so i mean we'll see them but they're kind of you know with with Michu i know and... i know i for one am incredibly excited for eg mihu <laughs> <laughs> like he's a good player but i think i said it like that's like the road to ruin for eg is they're like well we have two european players so it's only a short it's only a short excursion until we have five european players i know Please i'm no. fucking scared i'm fucking scared for those guys Please they change no. their logo and they like anger god like <laughs> now god is angry well so now that we have sufficiently gone through i'd say most of our playoff talks here and our hopes for na and our dreams and our crush dreams and etc we can also talk about this week's news with our remaining seven minutes and 45 seconds left so um to kind of start things out eclipse has disbanded so this has a couple of um knock-on effects for relegation which we'll touch on in a moment but before we kind of go into that you know i think eclipse disbanding a touching eulogy a touching eulogy for na's most mediocre squad uh i really liked when you had stellar on the team i thought he was pretty good um i missed droid it was really sad when he got face it banned i thought the player named woohoo had a pretty funny name because i like to say just woohoo i don't think it was right that he doesn't have a first and last name that's kind of weird 
Um, thanks for giving a better advanced squad a relegation slot. That's very nice of you. Um, conspiracy time. Robbie, uh, you deleted your Steam account. That's kind of weird for someone who's playing CSGO. I think you might need one of those. Oh, also, if uh, Nero, if you can make a Twitter again, that'd be great. Thank you. That was amazing. Yeah. We've got Banger. content here. This is... <laughs> so now that we've got our touching eulogy um, for Eclipse... Um, yeah, that's uh, th this this does kind of open up some things as far as uh, the relegation slots go. So now it is um, Headshot Kings and Recon Five Black in relegation. So currently relegation is uh, Levitate, Imperium, SKDC, Headshot Kings, Recon Five Black, the Laws, and then I believe it'll be either probably PDHM and Big Chillin because Pain probably don't lose advance. I mean, come on, Big Chillin kind of spooky though. I mean, they did get they did get fucking rocked by paying the first time. So unless 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 they found some like anti-Brazilian spray, like they're not gonna, it's not gonna happen, unfortunately. Well, yeah, that kind of rounds out our relegation picture for the most part. Now, I guess you know we'll we'll kind of dive into that a little bit more because um, we do want content for our future episodes. But uh, we'll we'll talk about that relegation picture probably next week a little bit more. The off season um, is a cruel mistress. Yeah. Yeah. So. But with um, advanced playoffs, um, that will be continuing again with uh, Big Chillin versus PDHM, and the winner of that matchup will be playing against Pain for the chance to go direct into. Um, okay, but I just want to know. I just want to know though. Like, let's say, let's say Big Chillin and PDHM are in relegation, right? Just without like explaining yourself, which four, which four of those eight teams make it to Premier League season? Jacob. I thought we were gonna save that one for next week. We can go. We can like, <laughs> we can go into depth, but I just want to know. Like, without thinking about it too hard, give me your four. Oh. Um, honestly, I would say, like, I think Levitate, and I definitely think Recon 5 Black. Um, I think the other two are toss-ups for me, personally. I'm not quite sure how to feel about those two, those two remaining slots. I think it's, for me, Headshot Kings, Levitate, Headshot Kings, Levitate, Recon 5 Black, and uh, Big Chillin' right there. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be Levitate, Hedgehacking. Yeah, literally yeah. the exact one for one with you, Jeff. I mean, it's kind of it, it kind of is free. Like, we have SKDC, which is about to fucking die. We have Imperium, which is in the process of dying. Velaz are fine, but I, I don't... I, mean, I don't they think Velaz quite has... I don't yeah. think Velaz quite has... Like, they, they might be able to pull some upsets, but I don't think they have the consistency. PDHM is probably, the biggest, is probably the biggest upset potential because they do have players who have been in Premier before, and it is kind of like a competent, like... Like it's 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 probably the most experienced team. Of, it's probably like the most experienced of the teams that have been into because some of those players have actually been to Premier. But I don't know. I mean, relegation always gets kind of weird, you know. I mean, who knows? We may even see <laughs> pain see. in relegation. Whoa! No, Whoa. it's not. It's Whoa. not gonna. It, it, yeah, no, did, didn't happen. Not gonna happen, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, what? Where's their Where's their direct pro league spot for winning advance? Like one on. pro league, <laughs> one pro league slot, please. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't think Payne are pro league ready, but yeah, sure. I don't know, man. I think they're close. I think they're close. You think? So? I mean, they beat Liquid. No. Saying. Yeah, when they're playing from like Europe and like Ellis Island or whatever, like okay. <laughs> I think, again, another hot take here. I think Payne is better than Team One. That's well. That's that makes me very. That makes question. me very sad. They're better than Godson. Yeah. yeah. Man, well, I mean, with Team One, Team One has had like zero success in Europe, so I mean, that's not really a hard bar to like. Yeah, died. Yeah, died for this. 
yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, died so Taco Yeah, died so Taco could take like four young Brazilians and just run them into the ground. Love it. That's my favorite part of Counter Strike is when that happens. So well, we do have a little bit we have a little bit more news. Um Third Impact added Becker as a coach. And um, All right. what do we know about Becker, folks? Literally Anyone? nothing. I nothing. I'm sure he's a really cool guy. Third Impact's done a lot of like good things in terms of like bringing in coaches that frankly i have never heard of but they turned out to be really capable uh and hopefully Becker yeah like we don't know where lucid's going yet if it's still happening but like what you know what he told me is like it's gonna be like an exciting prospect it's gonna be an exciting prospect for him um here's some fast facts uh clear used to play for this advanced team called front they were okay i think they their best known player is rack um Insane told me he's a pretty cool guy. He's a pretty cool IGL. I think he's like 27, so he's not prone to like baby rage or anything, which is good because that squad's very young. So without like knowing, with only knowing like superficial details about him, it's probably a good move. I mean, he's an adult, he's experienced IGL, and he seems to be just a nice human being. Which I mean, what else do you really want in a coach like these days in North America? True. You need them yeah. to kind of be that level leadership element. Yeah. Which that'll be good. I, you know, I think, you know, it's definitely something we'll have to wait and see if, you know, how it proves and how it works out for them, especially on their rise and premiere after going, you know, like they didn't quite make it into the playoff picture this time around, but they definitely did better than they did last year. So um, we'll see. Yeah. It's only up from here, except hopefully this time that isn't the phrase we say as the roster slowly as the, dies. As we say, of... <laughs> yeah, as we say, as Imperium just fails a little bit. Yeah, really. Continuously. <laughs> uh, so with our last story with a minute left, uh, Payne won a cash cup for the first Open time in 2021. Hooray. I know. Kind of expected that to happen at some yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like impossible they didn't win unless they like fucked off to Europe or something. But I mean, I don't know. You, I, I mean, we've discussed it multiple times. Cash cups don't really make for like good narrative. Like, they don't, you can't squeeze a lot of narrative juice out of this orange. So, I mean, they beat Bad News Bears, but I mean, I feel like they're like the two natural rivals of Extra Salt are out of the picture. So, I mean, it was going to happen eventually. Uh, Triumph got another third place by smashing Recon 5. Um, maybe they'll win a cash cup one day. Uh, they don't really do so good, so, so hot in those. But um, yeah, here's hoping the best for Triumph as in their continued cash cup efforts. Yep, that's for yeah. sure. Well, we've got 20 seconds left. Oh, I will Any say closing what, thoughts? Hang on. Yeah, actually, here's a closing thought. Uh, third impact, top six for the second week in a row. Top six doesn't really get you a lot, but that means they had to fight through a lot of weird ass advanced and premier mixes so i mean that doesn't mean that like they're better than most like dog water advanced squads so that's like positive for them well okay that's good good stuff to know and good things to think about they've got a little bit of a nice future heading out for them but with that we will be ending the show for day for today uh everybody have a fantastic rest of your day enjoy premier playoffs and that'll be a goodbye from us goodbye <laughs>